The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Welcome to it. Two in the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. Wanted to kick it off with, uh, you know, a little segment I like to call Crime. Crime in America. That would be the banner. Crime in America. Thankfully, authorities in Franklin, New Jersey, say they have captured a man suspected of dumping his grandson's soiled diapers along several New Jersey roadways over the past year. We're safe. Now, I will say, as a side note, not long ago, I took a picture of a diaper in a parking lot, calling it trash in a parking lot on my Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, and it's not a pretty sight. And if you have to do something with diapers, as you have young children or old people, don't throw them on the roadway. Franklin Township Police say an officer acting on a hunch spotted the 68-year-old leaving a load of diapers in the area of Routes 47 and 40 around 3.15 a.m. He was taken into custody. Friedman told police the diapers came from his grandson, adding that leave them around town without getting caught almost became a game. Uh, yes. Authorities say, and I find this very difficult to believe, authorities say a motorcyclist crashed in June after running over a diaper. Now, I don't know how you tell if that's actually a diaper that Friedman threw out of his car. He's been charged with interference with transportation. He faces up to $1,000 in fines. Plus, Interference in transportation, plus there's got to be a fine for uh, littering, right? Every place has a fine for littering now. So we're safe. We are safe. We have nabbed the person who has been throwing loaded diapers around the interstates of New Jersey. More crime in America. Rally, North Carolina. Dateline, rally, North Carolina. Police say. Raleigh Durham International Airport officers arrested 43-year-old Tavares Hargrove and 40-year-old Jansen Anderson and 44-year-old Luz Ortega on a drug trafficking charge first part of this month. But when the results of a laboratory test came back, mm, uh, wrong. The police initially believed that Anderson of New York City and Ortega of New Jersey sold three pounds of cocaine to Hargrove. Instead, uh, no, he sold them 10 bars of ivory soap wrapped in thick. (laughs) How is that a crime? Apparently you can't do that. It's a crime to take part in what someone believes is a drug deal. So if I believe that you're selling, that's like, that's fraud, right? I believe you're selling me cocaine and you're selling me soap. That's also a death warrant, uh, usually in America, but, uh, it is unclear whether they have attorneys and I'm sure that, uh, the police are a little embarrassed and they should be. I love the fact that, uh, you thought it was cocaine. It was soap. It's soap. No, it's not. You're under arrest. Ooh, yes, it is. It is soap. Dateline, Kansas city, Missouri. A man whose excessive flatulence forced a police detective to cut short an interrogation has now pled guilty to federal gun and drug charges. 
Reports that the 25-year-old Sean Sykes Jr. entered the plea Monday. The charges stem from a police traffic stop in September in Kansas City, Missouri. Officers found a backpack with drugs and guns. Sykes was a passenger in the vehicle. A detective reported that when he asked for his address, Sykes leaned to one side of his chair. I guess he had a chair in the car and not just a automobile seat. Um, and be released a loud flatulence before answering and continued to be flatulent. The detective cut the interview short. He farted in the car. They brought him in. He farted in the room way too many times. And that was enough. The detective had to leave. <laughs> I mean, did he think that it, once he gets rid of the detectives, it's over? Have you ever worked in a closed room with someone who has an issue? I have. We'll leave the story at that. Dateline. Washington. Out, Washington. State of Washington. A judge. This is what you want from our judges, right? Or do you? A judge removed his robe, gave chase after two handcuffed prisoners made a run for it from his courtroom. Now, you see on the video that uh, the guy's trying to leave, and the judge rips off his robe and jumps over the bench. And Jacobson was in the lead, one of the uh, one of the men identified as trying to break away, just Tanner Jacobson, 28-year-old. And uh, uh, Tanner is 22, and Cody Howard is 28. They took off. So the judge jumps over the bench and starts chasing after them. He finally, he went down four flights of stairs and closed in on the 28-year-old, grabbed him as he was just about to exit the courthouse. Nice. Now, Jacobson, the younger, the 22-year-old, made it out of the courthouse. He was apprehended just a little bit, uh, a little ways from the courthouse. Both prisoners have been charged with a horrific crime of second-degree escape. I never heard of that crime before, second-degree escape. Don't be trying to get out of a courtroom. The judge will track you down and tackle your butt. It's just that simple. Dateline, Central Florida, Bartow, city of, the Bartow Middle School. This is under the heading of crime, but it's also under the heading of yeah, a little weird, a little scary. Uh, two girls at a middle school in uh, Bartow, Florida, arrested and charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Middle school girls. Conspiracy to commit murder. Well, the question is, what did they do? That's what you're asking. Well, here, allow me to tell you. They have... They had a possession of a weapon on school property, carrying a concealed weapon, disruption of school function. Um, according to officials, the 11 and 12-year-old girls, the 11 and 12-year-old girls, the 11 and 12-year-old girls said they were Satan worshipers. They were going to drink the blood of the students they killed and possibly eat their flesh. The girls also, according to reports, planned to kill themselves. I don't think Satan wants you to do that. Satan wants you to kill the other people and drink their blood and continue on. I digress.
The plan was foiled because after a robocall from the school to the home of one of the girls uh, notified her parents her daughter was missing from class. The girl's mother called the school and the assistant principal and said, hey, um, no, she's supposed to be at school. They found her in the bathroom. They were taken to the principal's office. One girl was found to have a butcher knife and a kitchen knife. The girls also had, and you think to yourself, what other weapon do they need? (laughs) A pizza cutter. The girls had a goblet in the bathroom as well. I mean, you can't drink blood unless you have a goblet. Detectives searched the girls' homes and found a hand-drawn map that included the phrase, go to kill bathroom. Today is a health lesson. Thank Satan. We are doing this in bit. Search of the girls' cell phones found messages regarding the plot. Additional police were already on campus. Student superintendent said uh, the staff responded quickly to reports of suspicious behavior. There will be counselors and extra police officers at the school this week. Yeah, because if you're a student at Bartow Middle School, you find out that Lucy and Desi, no, wait, that's boy and girl, Lucy and Lori um, were thinking about killing the other girls and drinking their blood and then killing themselves. You can't go on without therapy. As horrific as this is, and it is horrific and a little frightening, um, I do realize that those are the days we're in, that we need therapy and therapists at the schools. But if I was at middle school and they told me, you know, Lucy and Lori, yeah, they were looking to kill these other girls and they were going to drink their blood and then they were going to kill themselves. Not one time ever, I promise you, would I think, I need to see a therapist. I can't go on. It just doesn't. Sorry. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it really does. Just go to school. Stop it. Yeah, those girls were crazy and out of their mind. They need help. That family needs some kind of help. No question those families need help. You need to worry about your math. You need to worry about your English lesson. (sighs) Let's move on from crime. This is a new segment I'd like to call, wait, what am I doing? That's a phrase I think is not uttered enough. That's also a phrase in stories that I think if people were have would have said in their life, wait, what am I doing? The bad thing wouldn't have happened, right? So authorities say a man apparently set a California home on fire while using a blowtorch to kill spiders. Now, how do I know that that's wrong? And uh, if he would have said, wait, what am I doing? Probably wouldn't have burned down the house. And I know that because I remember at one point in my life, I came to my parents' house. We were had been to, we were going to my oldest, one of my oldest son's uh, football games, high school football games. By the way, happy birthday to my oldest son, Elvis. I love you. Uh, always made me proud. He's a father. He's a husband now. He's a business owner. Doing fantastic. I love him. Happy birthday. Don't call me. Don't call me, but happy birthday. So we get home from the football game, and I'm at my parents' house, and we walk in, and we notice that from the light pole, the front yard light pole, to this bush 
in the front yard, there's this giant web, a giant spider web, and it's amazing. And so I, I, you can't really see it, so I go get some, some spray paint out of the garage, and I spray paint the web. And so, I mean, you can see it. And then I thought, well, we'll just, I'll just burn it. You know, I'll strike a match on it. But then I realized, that's when I went, wait, what am I doing? Because I had already put paint on it. And that would have just, I mean, goodbye to the light pole, goodbye to the tree, possible house, fire department called, bushes are down. But that didn't happen because I went, wait, what am I doing? And so then maybe that's a question we need to ask throughout America once in a while. Wait, what am I doing? And that will save us some of the stories. However, if you don't ask yourself that question, I get to talk about you. Like uh, Humvee dropped from Air Force plane by mistake in North Carolina neighborhood. Dude, do you know what uh, you're out in your backyard and you're like, you see the military plane fly over and a Humvee falls out the back? Come on. Now, I'm guessing that the pilot didn't say, wait. What am I doing? I'm guessing that didn't happen. Because had he said, wait, what am I doing? The Humvee would not have been released from the back of the plane. I'm telling you, I hope that Amazon has a better plan of drone delivery than just flying over neighborhoods and dropping goods on top of the houses. The drones, I mean, I, I doubt that you can buy a Humvee from Amazon. At least today. Tomorrow you'll be able to because you know Bezos is going, why can't we sell a Humvee? Of course we can. You can just drop it in the neighborhood and you're done. So when you have flying Humvees dropping into neighborhoods, definite question needed to be asked. Wait, what am I doing? All right, let's talk a little food. So before we talk a little food, just let me say that Today's been a little frustrating for me um, because my mouse on my laptop is not working properly. And I don't know if it's the batteries. I don't know if it's the reset. I don't know if it's the computer. But I'm a little frustrated because I I can't work without my mouse. And today's been a day of mice. I actually, last night I got home from work. It was raining late. And I, I walk in the garage and I noticed what it looks like fresh rat droppings in my garage and i'm thinking wait what happened wait what am i doing that's the line actually i gotta remember the line wait what am i doing and i realized another rat is stuck in my garage oh this rain has shifted them into my garage i don't know where they're coming from the neighbor filthy and uh so i have a couple of really good uh rat traps a little rat trap Put a little cheese on that bad boy. Came out this morning on my way to work. There he is. Dead as a doornail. That trap worked great. We'll place a couple out tonight to see if I've got the rest of them. But I didn't say anything to anybody because then my kids are all like, Oh, we got to catch the rat. We got to see the rat. We got to go out in the garage catch the rat. No. No. And then I got my mother-in-law saying, Oh, there's rats in the house. There's rats in the house. No. Just in the garage. Trying to, they're trying to get dry. Trying to be safe. I got my father-in-law. Those things start eating up everything and chewing everything. I know. That's why I'm going to kill it. No problem. I got my wife. 
You better kill them. They can find that way they're at. I am. That's why I don't say anything. I just, I just did it. I just did it. I want. I didn't want to deal with it. So, if those of you that uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Jeffy MRA, Facebook and Instagram Jeff Fisher Radio, I will retweet. I did already like my wife's tweet and Instagram post as she posted the shot. I sent her a picture of the dead rat. Morning. I love you too. <laughs> Speaking of rats, let's talk food. Shall we? Ready to talk food? We can go to animal. We can talk food and animals. Uh, one of my favorite little stories uh, today is uh, a dog uh, is uh, setting up shop outside of McDonald's in Oklahoma. And uh, he pretends to be sick and whines. And so people give him food. And the McDonald's workers give him hamburgers and throw him food. And uh, yeah, no, the dog, uh, the dog's fine. The dog, that's actually his gig is to just sit out there and say, all I got to do is pretend like I'm hungry. That's all. And I'm good. And they just feed me food. And uh, I love that. Now, the dog probably just ended up seeing people do it, right? Hmm. There's a guy out there. He whines a little bit and people throw him food. Hmm. <laughs> oh look honey the dog is hungry save some of your fries for the dog the dog now is 850 pounds no i don't know this just be ready for that okay it's like the people uh down the street corner uh begging for money i know it's difficult you want to give them money i do too and i have in the past but i always when you give them money you're giving it to them out of the goodness of your heart right you want you want to believe that you're helping them if they happen to walk around the corner and get in the Beamer and go to the neighborhood that you can't afford to live in, that's that's their problem, right? That's their problem. It's not yours. Your heart is still pure. You can still be mad at them, but your heart is pure. You gave it to them out of the goodness of your heart. They are the ones that are pulling, uh, pulling the wool over your eyes. So it's their fault. So that damn dog, it's his fault. I'll tell you that right now. Pulling the wool over your eyes like that. So uh, McDonald's has removed its famous Happy Meal. Speaking of McDonald's, uh, Happy Meal is uh, gone from the nationwide value menu, resulting in a price hike of about 25%, which actually means that the Happy Meals are now $30. Um, I don't know if you've been to a McDonald's drive-thru, and I know they have the dollar menu when they're trying to be, you know, hey, buy from our dollar menu if you're concerned about the prices. But remember when you used to go to McDonald's and you're in your car and you go through the drive-thru and you get a Happy Meal, you get a couple Happy Meals, and you get uh, the wife wants a number two, and uh, you get uh, you know you get a number three, and instead of a soda you get a shake, so you up the price a little bit, and you hand them a twenty, you get some change back, and you're done. Yeah, today's world, you hand them a twenty, and the kid goes, <laughs> uh, "You're gonna need a little bit more than that, pal. I need at least another ten. Maybe another 20, maybe a 10 and a five. I mean, McDonald's, that's why I think they need to reevaluate their plan of salads and good eating and just go back to, hey, we're McDonald's. This is what you get. Welcome. But good luck with that. And if you think that the world we live in is strange, we talked about this, uh, if you're a 
kid and something bad happens in your school, they send in therapists to make sure you're okay. Uh, coming up on Saturday, uh, my, I'm going to have a special show for you this Saturday with Michael Gillum uh, about uh, the future. And uh, it is a little frightening and a little entertaining and a little fun. And the name of his new book is uh, The End of Life as We Know It. <laughs> Why doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> uh, but Michael is great. And uh, I re- the book is tremendous. And you're going to hear that interview. But my point with that is, is that this is where we're at in America now. And yet we're so far ahead in the future, yet we still have people whining. Burger King's Halloween slushy might be giving people black poop that's the headline that is the headline my headline to that is you're an idiot why is that a story of course you mean different colored food changes the color of your refuge from your body really unbelievable the new scary black cherry slushy it's aptly named and not because the slushy is black turns out the slushy is apparently turning people's some unusual colors in courting, according to a lot of Twitter posts. So because Twitter is reporting that they went to Burger King and got the scary black cherry slushy, I hope that Twitter is posting pictures of their refuge in their toilet. Put that up on Instagram. That'd be great. I'd love to see it. Hashtag Burger King poop. Black scary slushy poop. It's agonizing. And we, we've, inter- we've interviewed doctors talking about why why these slushies are changing your po- I can't take it. Don't these people have parents? That, I mean, you don't have, weren't you a kid? Doesn't every kid look at their refuge, their body poop, and say, look, Dad. It's blue, it's red, it's black. It's what? Yeah, that's because that's what we had for dinner. All right? Guess what? You hit the button and it goes into the sewer system. Do it. I mean, it's, it's not. I realize that it's a learning. It's a learning message. This is what we do. It's a learning message. Perhaps we need to learn a little bit earlier. Social media has really the dumbing down of America, kind of. And we talk about a little bit about that with Michael Gillum on Saturday. You'll enjoy it. He is fascinating. And as long as we're on food, we'll talk about planters now making peanut-flavored beer. Mm, mm, they better not put that on airplanes, man. The, uh, the Anybody that's allergic to peanuts is going to freak out. And if you're 39,000 feet in the air, and somebody, you hear that, ah. I love this new peanut beer. What? They'll have to land that plane. Man, they'll be they'll be jumping people out like that Humvee over North Carolina, man. People will be dropping that thing down. It'll be agonizing. So anyway, it might be good. It's a good way for planners to get into the beer market. Everybody else is. And uh, more, uh, one more, uh, one more food uh, story for you. Um, massive money going into the uh, food delivery. Startups, uh, $3.5 billion into the food and grocery delivery service this year. 
Uh, that is a lot of money. Last week, Instacart got a $600 million investment that puts its value at $7.6 billion. That's Instacart. Getting ready to go public probably soon. Uh, good investment. Our investment tips with Jeffy. Don't do that. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not believe that. DoorDash has a $4 billion valuation, making it worth as much as Wendy's, whose burgers a DoorDash delivers, by the way. And don't forget about Uber Eats. It's expected to bring its current $20 billion valuation to Uber's proposed $120 billion IPO next year. Oh, and if you think that I'm joking about Amazon, we've talked a lot on the show about Amazon drone deliveries. Uh, Uber Eats is launching its food delivery drone service in three years. They're already they're already got that in the works. Did you want some? Did you want some Chick Fil A? Drone delivery, tremendous. You don't even have to leave your front porch. Think of that. That's why I want the chute on top of my house that brings it down into the house. So I don't even have to open the front door. The drone just drops it into the chute, into the living room. I could eat. Oh, did you want? Did you want some pizza? Yeah. How long? Uh, we can get it there in uh, thirty minutes by car, maybe, or we can drone it and have it there in twenty. Drone. Pizza. I mean, life is good. Or not so much. All right, I am so thirsty. Let's head over to the break room and get us some drink at the water cooler. While we're on our way, look, I talk, we talked a little bit earlier about the, uh, wait, what am I doing guy with the spider web? And he's killing spiders with his, uh, with his blowtorch and burns the house down. If you say to yourself, whoa, I should have asked myself, wait, what am I doing? And I just want to buy a new house. I need to, bur- I need to burn a new house. I mean, I need to find a new house. I need to sell my house. You know what you need to do? You need to contact realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Look, if you want to sell your home, it certainly is not as simple as it used to be. Uh, there's there's many different things that you need to think about, uh, and you find yourself being caught up in your brother saying that his sister-in-law, twice removed, is a great real estate agent, and she's sold one house at the lake 20 years ago, but she's considering herself a real estate agent. You don't want that. You want somebody that, uh, that is highly rated, gets the job done, knows about selling homes in today's world. And that's realestateagentsitrust.com. Thousand towns all over America. They want to earn your business. Let them earn it. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You know, it used to be, you put the for sale sign up, and two guys down the road would stop in and say, hey, you know, we've been looking at your place for 20 years now. We'll buy it. Uh-uh. That doesn't happen anymore. The for sale sign collects dust and spider webs grow from the for sale sign to the house. And then you end up accidentally burning the spider web and the house burns down. Before your house burns down, 
with that spider web that's caught on the for sale sign, realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. So one of the things that I found fascinating, uh, this story, uh, don't forget, uh, there was one winner of the mega. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. Very disappointing on my part. Uh, good luck to the person in South Carolina. I'm really happy for him. Couldn't be happy. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier for the one person. However, no one won the Powerball. So the Powerball is now up to $750 million. No one won last night. So Friday's drawing, baby. Uh, mega, no, Saturday, right? Powerball is Saturday. Last man of the Powerball, $750 million. Saturday night, $750 million. So good luck. One of the things, one of the stories that came out of uh, the Mega Millions jackpot was a New Jersey man was walking to buy a lottery ticket and uh, he wanted to buy the Mega ticket. He thought, you know, who doesn't? It's $1.5 billion or whatever. And you think, I'm going to go get me a ticket. And he's walking to uh, the store to buy his ticket and he trips and uh, breaks his hip and gets sent to the hospital. And 87 year old Earl Livingston. And uh, he was there, he was in the hospital, he broke his hip, he's this old guy, and the hospital says, hey, Earl, we know you were you kept mumbling and babbling your old mouth about wanting to go get a lottery ticket, well, because your hip broke, uh, why don't you join in our lottery pool? All right, just come on in, you're in our lottery pool, give us the money, you're in our pool. Uh, that pool won a million dollars from Mega. So it actually worked out to be a good thing. However, that having been said, uh, and you, you think to yourself, oh, so that's so cool. You know, he's got he was in the he's in with the staff and everything's you know great. And he, he broke his hip. What's meant to be is meant to be. <laughs> you know, that's what happened. God had a plan. He, they won a million bucks, and there was 141 people in the hospital pool. I mean, he's going to walk away with ten bucks and still have a broken hip. I'd have rather gone to the store by myself. But you know, that's that is just me. So Sears is still uh, looking to uh, fight back a little bit. You know, we told you a little bit about Toys R Us uh, not getting completely blanketed out. They still want the name and they want the URL and they want the websites and all of that so that they can still try to come alive. And Sears uh, is still trying to uh, stay alive, right? I mean, uh, the uh, head of Sears, uh, he told his workers, we need a great season to not have to liquidate. Uh, But with that downfall of the $80 million in market share from Sears, uh, that's why Sears is still trying to grab on, right, and then hold on to what they have a little bit. Um, Target uh, is trying to say, we need to uh, we need to grab onto that. Now, this is actually a smart move by Target, right? 1,800 stores. They're within 10 miles of most Americans. Think of that. You've got a Target. 10 miles within where you live. And that's true. I, I was I, When I read that, I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. So what they're going to do this holiday season, uh, Target, is they're going to give you free two-day shipping on hundreds of thousands of items from November 1st to December 22nd. Now, they usually charge. That's what, what was so difficult a lot of times ordering online from Target is they, they want to charge that $35 fee. Unless you use their Target red card. Okay. Uh, so, 
and I remember thinking once uh, we were going to get something and uh, I could get it from Amazon uh, with no shipping. Um, which one did I buy? Which one did I buy? I can't remember which one I buy. Oh, yeah, Amazon. So what they're doing now is uh, free shipping and you don't have to use their red card. So they want your business. They want your online business and free two-day delivery uh, starting November 1st to December 22nd, waiving the fee and waiving the red card use. Good for them. Good for them. That's a good move on them. And I'm not a, you know, I, I, I like Target. Okay, I'm okay with Target. I know they had their little bathroom to do, but really, you know, that's pretty much over with. And I think the CEO came out and started making some comments and the rest of the board went, um, shut up. We're already dying on the vine from the bathroom thing. Stop talking about it. Shut up. And uh, that's kind of happened. And it that's worked. Because targets are big and clean and it's worked. So good for them. Another story I found uh, really fascinating, really fascinating, is that, uh, you know, we all use Twitter. At, mine is at JeffyMRA. We use Facebook at JeffyMRA. And I have an Instagram account at JeffyMRA. And I love Instagram. My wife loves Instagram. But... You think I don't? I, I never think of it as the one. I'm, and I guess you could. Okay, Grandpa, using Twitter. Okay, Grandpa, using Twitter. But uh, according to a survey, and we talked about a survey that we did here in this building uh, a few months ago, when we had a bunch of uh, teens in, and we asked them what platforms they use and what they don't. Hardly none of them use Twitter. Uh, very few used Facebook. It was Snapchat and Instagram. This survey, 8,600 teens, 85% of them active on Instagram at least once a month, and it's now the most used social platform edging out Snapchat. So, and in the article, the way they wrote it is, uh, you know, if you're, uh, if you're looking for Facebook, get a pair of binoculars, 28%. Down from 40% just two years ago. Bye-bye. Keep selling our stuff. Zuck, keep doing it, bud. Keep selling our stuff. Keep telling us who we can follow, who we can't follow. I just, oh, wait. Facebook owns Instagram, too? Never mind. Um, Also, (laughs) just just a little side note there. Don't forget when you're hating on Facebook so much, they own Instagram as well. Teenagers uh, love Netflix. The streamer takes up 38% of their daily video consumption. I mean, that beats out YouTube at 33%, which is fascinating because these the kids that we talked to, it was YouTube, not Netflix. So the new programming that Netflix is doing is right. Cable TV, 16%. Nobody. Nobody. You know why they don't watch cable TV? Because you can't get it on your phone. I can watch Netflix. I can watch everything I want to watch on my phone. That's what I want. My handheld device, my tablet, my my laptop, whatever you use. But I don't have to sit down. You can't carry that 55-inch. We love the 80-inch televisions. I do. I mean, I, I love the screens. I'm a big screen guy. But that's, a, that's like a, an anchor, right? You got to be – you can't bring that with you. YouTube, Netflix – Instagram, that's all on my mobile device. I can take it with me wherever I want to go. It's good stuff. And uh, 
One of the other things that was really good is uh, Vans, the shoes, uh, became the fastest rising brand in the history of this survey. And uh, that's what, what also in this article makes it clear is that uh, these young kids may have the 10 p.m. curfew. <laughs> uh, we hear all the time that's not true, but good. We <laughs> talk about old school thinking. Oh, you'd be home by 10. Right. Uh, these consumers uh, remember that these teens are the ones that are going to be spending the money. They're going to be in the demo in just a couple of years. They're the ones you want to. There's the ones you want to market to. Huge, and uh, tremendous story out of uh, Hong Kong and China. You like traveling over bridges? I mean, I'm I, I missed traveling over bridges in Florida. I love you know you like seeing the water and the ocean and the, you know the Tampa Bay and, and, and giant beautiful bridges. I mean, I went over the old Skyway before they. You know, the old Skyway, you could fish on now, but they tore down the main part. But remember when it crashed and people killed because it broke and crashed through? Well, I rode on that bridge after the crash, so it was just down to one side. And that bridge was built so that, you know, I mean, it's you, uh, it's like grates. So when you hit the middle span, it's... <laughs> and you can look, when you look down, you're looking down at the ocean, a little scary. A little scary. Now, the new Skyway is way the heck up there. And if you don't want to look down, you just look straight. But, I mean, it is way up there because they built it up higher so they get ships in. Because, you know, they've got cruise prince, Princess Cruise Lines coming in there. Let's see. We want the cruise business. Should we build the bridge higher or lower? I'm higher. We have to build it another 8,000 feet high. Okay. Uh, but the longest bridge now in the world, $20 billion, a bridge and a tunnel. It took nine years to build. It finally it opened Yesterday, 34 miles from Hong Kong into China, 34 miles. There's cameras. I mean, wow. There's uh, cameras are going to be monitoring all the bus drivers for fatigue levels, right, for drunkenness, drug levels, and uh if you yawn one too many times, they're going to be alerted. They're going to pull you over and say, we need another driver. Uh, and that also, what's funny about this is they drive on the right-hand side in China. But in Hong Kong, it's on the left. So uh, at one point, they merge and you have to change. And I don't know if you've ever, like I've been in South Africa, they drive on the opposite side, you know, like they do in the uh, United Kingdom. And it takes a little getting used to. I mean, it is real. it's like you're... When we were in South Africa, it I you know I, I didn't have to drive, which made it better. But you know we rode around everywhere, and so you're still you have that American. We drive on the you know the left side, and then, no, and it's going through intersections. It's just weird. So that's going to take some doing. I mean, the drivers going back and forth uh, to come back and forth and across. That's that's fascinating. I'd like to see how many accidents that's actually going to cause. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of data showing us those accidents because they're all going to be on video. So instead of Russian dash cams, you're going to have the China dash cams, man. Hong Kong Fui. Oh, wait. That's a cartoon. No, Hong Kong crash videos. China dash cam videos. Hong Kong. Ah, you get the point.
Thank you so much for coming along for the ride on Chewing the Fat. Remember, um, when you're uh, listening to uh, hashtag Chewing the Fat, that's what the hashtag I'm asking you to use uh, on your social media accounts, uh, whether it be Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Instagram, or Snapchat, or uh, WeWe, or Mimi, or whatever one you're using. And the Mimi, don't use that too often. Anyway, the, uh, never mind, it's, a, it's an old, it's an old, old inside joke, and only my wife will get it, and she'll be angry that I actually did it. Um, when you do that, then it's going to ask you to subscribe. Thank you. And then it'll ask you to rate, review, and share. Now, if this is your first time listening, I'm not going to ask you to share. All right? That's fine. But you do need to rate and review. So you need to subscribe, rate, and review. And to make it easy on you, let me help you on how you need to do it. When you rate, you rate it 20 stars. When you review it, you review it best podcast best podcast ever. Then after you've listened two times, you share with your friends and individuals. In fact, what you can do is you pick people out of the crowd. You may not even know them, and you share it with them. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, Jeff Fisher, Chewing the Fat. Remember, we talked yesterday about the uh, possible pipe bombs, and we uh, we thought we, t- we talked so much conspiracy, it just drove me crazy because I could we could have gone so much farther down that dark road. And we're already, today has just been monstrous with more theories and more hate, and it's just going to get uglier. Just, just think good thoughts. Nobody gets hurt, and it all works out. Because we have the caravan coming, we have the elections coming, we have the possible fake pipe bombs that wanted to scare everybody coming, and and this over here say that it's all Trump's fault, and this over here say that it's all the left's fault, and everybody is at each other's throats, and because everybody is at their throats, is why you just need to listen to Chewing the Fat, and uh, relax, relax a little bit during the day, take a breath, and listen to Jeff Fisher and Chewing the Fat on the Blaze Podcast Network. Oh, 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 oh,